Hello, Pastor Steve Wald from the Biblical Archaeology Today. So grateful you're here with us. Thankful to be your host. We are on Season 30, Episode 33. So again, we're glad you're here with us. And we're going to be looking at the term agrapha. Agrapha. You can probably pick out graphe as written. So ah means no. Like ah theist means no theist. And so, not written. The term agrapha means not written. We're going to be looking at this from the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology by Charles Pfeiffer. Pretty fascinating book. Great book, really. I highly recommend it. You've probably heard the term agrapha before, especially if you've studied kind of textual criticism. So, let's take a deep dive. You know, manuscripts are a significant part of biblical archaeology, by no means its totality. But it is a field of biblical archaeology. The term agrapha means not written and is used of sayings attributed to Christ, which do not appear in the New Testament writings. Paul in Acts 20.35 reminded the Ephesian elders of a saying of Christ, which is not recorded in our Gospels. It's more blessed to give than to receive. I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, have heard that. Late manuscripts of the Greek New Testament contain a few alleged sayings of Christ, which do not appear in the old, older text. The Codex Bizet, I probably, I think I've done a podcast on Bizet before. Good manuscript for in a lot of ways. Records such a saying after Luke 4, and uh, it's in a footnote in the Nestle's text. That would be the Nestle's Island text. Church Fathers also record sayings of Jesus of unknown origin. Justin, in his dialogue with Trifos, Justin Martyr, quotes Jesus saying, In whatsoever things I shall take you, in these I shall judge you. That's interesting. The Oxyrhynchus papyri, I think I've done some pods on those too, discovered by Greenfell and Hutt in Egypt, made about 14 alleged sayings of Jesus, about half of which parallel the canonical scriptures. Gnostic text, which Gnosticism, knowledge, always rival. The basic thing about Gnostic is uh, about God. It goes back into a platonic God that the real thing you can't really access. So it has to be by a series of emanations and a demiurge. <clears throat> so it's not the real and uh, effable God and all of this. And then among humans, uh, dualism and that Jesus only appeared to die. He did not really die. So Gnostic texts discovered at Nag Hammadi. And uh, I think you could search the channel. I've got pods on those as well. Um, include a text known as the Gospel of Thomas. That's a classic Gnostic text, which is a collection of 114 sayings attributed to Jesus, some of which parallel the biblical sayings of Jesus. The Nag Hammadi texts are thought to date from the 2nd century B.C. And uh, that's Floyd uh, L. Filson, Biblical Archaeology, 1961. They represent Gnostic ideas of Christ, but do not supplement historical knowledge of the person of Jesus or his teaching. Now, I did want to uh, say this. Obviously, um, that the Gospel of Thomas couldn't predate the person of Jesus. <laughs> and uh, I think I've actually done a podcast on Thomas itself, the Gospel of Thomas. 
but it would be at the earliest second, third century AD, not BC. But I think it's saying some of the Nag Hammadi texts are from the second century BC. So, uh, God willing, tomorrow we're going to look some at, at biblical agriculture. Really got into that. I've been reading that book by Yamuchi and uh, Marvin Wilson about, I forget the name, it's uh, Things, Manners, and Customs in the Ancient Near East, but that's not the exact title of it, but it's Ed Yamuchi and Marvin Wilson on agriculture. So I'm, I'm really excited to get into that. We're going to be looking at it from this base textbook we're using for a little bit, the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology by Pfeiffer. But uh, God bless. Hey, thanks for being with us. So that's what a graph is, sayings attributed to Jesus that aren't found in the Gospels. So you have to be very careful with it, obviously. And again, share with your friends, family, church family, Sunday school classes, college classes, whoever you think might be interested, even agnostics. I think if they'll go through a few seasons of biblical archaeology today, I don't see how you could uh, dispute the evidence and get evidence that demands a verdict and uh, Holden and Geisler's book as well, popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible. Uh, many irrefutable proofs. So God bless. Leave us a five-star review. Helps people find us. And uh, you may want to comment. So subscribe, please, and share. God bless you. We love you. Pray for us. Bye-bye.